So hi, my name is Kevin Ward and I'm the Human Geography Editor of the Royal Geographical Society Institute of British Geographers Wiley Blackwell Published Book Series. Today I'm in conversation with Hester Parr of the University of Glasgow about her book Mental Health and Social Space Towards Inclusionary Geographies. So welcome Hester. Thanks Kevin. The book is all about contemporary spaces of mental health beyond medical institutions and geographies and at bottom it's intended as a hopeful reframing of the figure of the person with mental health problems and it's offering a deliberately hopeful epistemology for mental health and geography researchers and I'm specifically trying to elaborate the idea of an incomplete asylum legacy for contemporary times, this being a premise advanced by Foucault indicating the incomplete disciplinary alienation of people contained in the asylum system. And I've used that notion symbolically and literally to evoke other stories, other geographies of mental health, that speak as much to questions of rich social identity and recovery as they do to stigma and otherness. And I'm specifically using geography as a way to understand complex relationships and reworkings of positions of otherness. In other words, I'm trying to engage very different spaces in order to tell new stories about community life for people with mental health problems. And the book moves through a series of case studies about the rural, nature, virtual space and artistic spaces in order to trace how positions of difference are evoked and also disrupted in and through these geographies for this group. Conceptually, the book critiques the tragic social enclosure experienced by those who lived in asylums, whom Goffman famously called mortified mental patients who were separated from civil and cultural life. Asylum enclosure effectively served to legitimate a medicalisation of patients' identities and behaviours into an abstract framework of abnormal pathologies. And this history is turned on its head as we move through the contemporary case studies, which show how people with mental health problems are nuanced, often sophisticated social actors, engaged in different kinds of community work. And I use the term work here to denote everything from the work of the mundane social encounter in a rural post office to literally improving urban nature spaces as a result of engaging in environmental projects. Now, the book's written out of some ESRC-funded research, which is qualitative in nature, and it includes and speaks to a range of voices and lived experience that tell of social recoveries. And I'm specifically using examples from city-based arts and garden projects and from virtual support forums on the internet to show the diversity of spaces through which this group are forging new identities, skills, experiences and networks. In trying to excavate contemporary social geographies of mental health, I've deliberately gone beyond medical services to find that new diversity. And these geographies are full of interesting possibilities for identity revision for the group in ways that are different to user, client and survivor categories, but at the same time still providing collective support for people on the basis of the mental health problems. Now, this is not straightforwardly a celebratory text, and I remain quite critical of any neoliberal dogma that defines people with mental health problems as just active social citizens, wholly responsible for their own recoveries and acceptance. But nonetheless, it does witness how such people are engaged in rescripting their own social recoveries through their use and understanding of different spaces. Overall, I want the book to do three main things. 
to update the bleak visioning of the figure with mental health problems and their usual portrayal as passive victims of powerful paradigms of care. To provide sensitive insights into why certain kinds of spaces and activities are being enrolled in the search for personal and social recovery amongst this group and to help create a new agenda for thinking through how geographies, spaces and places involve different possibilities for social inclusion, and that as a result we move beyond any simplistic association between social inclusion and the local as a primary spatial framing. Now, I hope the book speaks to students, researchers and practitioners, as well as exists as a thoughtful witness to the fascinating stories people tell us about how they cope and where they cope when their mental health is fundamentally challenged. Thanks, Hester. If you want to buy uh, Hester's book, details can be found uh, elsewhere on this website.